Privacy Six-Pack Hour with your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Apple. Roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. Right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me, as usual, Mr. AJ Abergarth. What's going on, man? Not much. Just uh, chilling down here in uh, lower terrains. Oh, I don't know if I really want to know what that means. Don't, don't, no, don't. It's because don't, nope. I'm on I didn't. I just said nope. Don't. Up. Jeez, you're like my kid. I said nope. Don't. Yeah, <sighs> I don't care. I don't well, listen. It's a Wednesday, but this is no different than a Thursday with us. This is phenomenal. Um, <laughs> Why should uh, it? Hey, welcome it to be. Wednesday's Fantasy Six Pack Hour. Please break out your tea and crimpets, and we'll see you in tea time. Oh. What? I, no, I have no idea. Uh, Dap, what's that up, man? Spiked? Hi, how are you? <laughs> Not spiked. It's twisted. <laughs> So, um, you know, I think the important thing, again, is always to give the audience a, a chance to know what's going on behind the curtain. And nobody knows the immense adventure that you went on, Joe. And I, I would love for you to share kind of the heartbreak and the triumph that you had, almost like that, you know, 80s movie with, you know, any 80s movie with a guy that, you know, without a shirt on that, you know, was able to conquer so many foes. You were able to figure out your mic. Uh, sound situation yeah so if uh <laughs> if you listened and watched the last week's show you probably couldn't hear me a lot of people couldn't apparently um hopefully i didn't say anything important i usually don't but um <laughs> anyway <laughs> wait am i aj no um <laughs> twenty thousand twitter followers can't be right uh don't have that many but anyway um yeah so trying to figure it out did some testing and realized that for some reason, Microsoft Windows settings turned down my mic maximum volume to 30. Wow. So no matter what I did on StreamYard, I would never get louder than whatever 30 means, you know, but like it's clearly not high sure. enough. So <laughs> uh, pretty sure 30 means 30, 30 out of 100, of whatever that means. But yeah, pretty funny. I was just like, I looked at it. I'm like, Oh my, <laughs> so stupid, but like still also have no idea how that got changed because, you know, I go into the audio property settings of my computer all the time. Never. Okay. I was about to, I was Absol- say, absolutely <laughs> not. I was, I was, was really confused. Wow. So never or all the time. I'm, I'm thrown for a loop here with my twist. Oh, I, little sarcasm. I'm always going to the cookies and clearing the, you know, history. That's, that's just me though. 
Though that's why you need the stream code it. over and over again, chickass. Well, I mean, as somebody who has an OnlyFans, as you know, Joe, I am always in my audio settings. So, yeah. Clearly. Clearly. All right. Tonight, we're going to be talking about some recent hot and cold hitters, looking at the last 14, but then kind of using StatCast data as a way to kind of say, okay, is this last 14 real? Or is this, you know, can they sustain it? Or is it, you know, not going to sustain? Or, you know, is the, you know, hot or cold? Um, before we get into that, though, I just want to remind everybody, you know, and, and please hit those subscribe buttons. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook, hit the like buttons. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify or whatever, leave those reviews. We appreciate it. Um, and then obviously our all access memberships are always available. Go to fantasy6pack.net slash plans. Become an all-access member today. You're going to get access to our Discord where you can talk to, to me and Dap and, and AJ and everybody else there uh, all the time. Uh, you're going to get access to our hitting planner, our, our pitching planner, our waiver wire article, our DFS projections. Uh, we're going to have our football content rolling out here super soon. Uh, I'm working on the final touches of the football cheat sheet coming out here, so that'll be that'll be good stuff. And uh, there's going to be a lot more going on with, with football as well coming up here. So uh, definitely join. And uh, we look forward to talking to you in our Discord. Did you mention the uh, super accurate rankings? I mean, I, I just want to make sure because uh, Keith just uh, released another 350 players and he ranked them. So just something uh, that you yes, definitely yes. get on right our, away. Uh, I did not yes. for some reason. Uh, good call. Yes, our, our uh, award-winning most accurate baseball rankings. We have award-winning football rankings as well. Yep. All of our badges are at the bottom. We've actually added IDP rankings. Uh, Mace uh, joined us. He finished inside the top 10 last season for IDP rankings. So haven't had a chance to add that badge yet, but it's uh, just know that we have a now a top-notch IDP ranker along the ranks here on Fancy Six Pack. So let's get to it. Let's do right. our... Drink slash beer of the week. Mm, beer. Uh, so AJ, you're not ready. So dap. I mean, I, yeah. No. Day of two hundred and twenty-two. Looking for that Tito sponsorship <laughs> because I can't afford bigger bottles. Uh, Tito's. When you really need to talk to AJ more about his relationships, Tito's. Two weeks in a row of you're drinking vodka because of AJ. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, hey, at least he's done drinking it because of Oakland, right? What, they start winning? No. I missed it. Wow. Oh, wow. Ba- baby, they don't mean that. Oh, baby, my God. They, they don't mean that. Don't listen to them. Phenomenal. <laughs> that, was, that was top notch. Oh, uh, that's Good great. That's great. Okay, um. well. <laughs> Are you going to go? Don't need that. All right. Yeah. yeah. Today I'm drinking um, the K5 Topless Blonde Blonde Ale from Big Drop. All right. You love saying Big that. Big Drop Brewing. Shit is good. Go check them out. Somewhere right. in Maryland. I don't know where yet. Um, brewed and canned. What? 
Exton, Pennsylvania. Are you hi? That's where I grew up. Then. Definitely not. Definitely not wow. Maryland. Good work. Never visited there. No, their brewery <laughs> is in Maryland, but apparently this specific one was brewed and canned at Big Truck Farm Brewery in Exton, Pennsylvania. It's like in your backyard. That's amazing. <laughs> that's you had no idea. Good work, man. Way to be a fan. I... <laughs> let me let me zoom it in for you. I hope I'm definitely louder because I'm laughing so hard at you right now. It has to be louder. Um, so I'm drinking a um, Definitive Brewing Company. Uh, not a very sexy can. Distant Gardens DDH Dippa. Uh, very good. Give it a four and a quarter on on tap. D's in there. You'd like putting all those D's in that mouth. That's what she said. Um, that doesn't doesn't really change the question. No, I don't. Okay. I don't know. No, nope, I was just trying to pivot, and then I realized that I, that <laughs> didn't work at all. Miserably. That was so not. That was like. Let's just move on, now, shall we? All right. Um, let's so some balls. <laughs> so we're gonna look Let's into some hot and cold hitters here in the last you know couple of weeks here. So you know, like a lot of fantasy baseball players, right? You go back and you're looking at your waiver wire. You're looking at what. You want somebody who's going to be an impact guy right now, who's hot, right? And so you go back, and what do you do? You fill it to buy. Usually, for me, it's like I'll hit first. I'll hurt like last seven sometimes, but I'm like, eh, got like, you know, 20 at bats. Maybe that's not enough. Go back to 14. Let's see what's really going on, right? You might have played Oakland. Oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> In the last seven. So Dude, what the hell, man? That's so long. So wrong of you. Is it? Is it? Um, anyway, so you look back at the like the last fourteen, you know, days worth of stats for your for hitters and you know even pitchers, but we're not we're not going to do pitchers. We're just focusing on hitting. We got enough of that uh, to talk about. Um, so we're going to look at some of those guys that are hot and cold right now over the last couple of weeks, and then look at their stat cast data, baseball savant and you kind of use that as a guide for us to say whether or not they can continue the hot streak or, or not, or, you know, the cold streak is going to continue, you know, maybe not as hot or as cold. Obviously there, there's always extremes, but like, can you count on them the rest of the way based off of what stack data is telling us? And so the number one player on our board and uh DAP, I'm going to let you take this one. Juan Soto. Um, struggled yeah. to start the year. He struggled last year, and everybody's like, "Oh man, maybe we shouldn't have bought back in." Right. The last the last couple of weeks, man, he's looking like himself. Um, four bombs, hitting three ten. The runs and RBI aren't there, but he's also stolen four bases, which is pretty nice. So, sure. you know, I expect the run in the R- the runs in the RBI to be there. The San Diego team's way too good. Machado's, you know, as. <laughs> Uh, has been a little banged up, so um, you know. Hopefully that that'll help things. But you know, what what's your thoughts here? Looking at some of this stat cast data here, or or sure. others. You know, go ahead and you know throw in whatever you want to. Sure. So whether so, or not that he can continue this. Right. Um, so this is using stat cast data, but because Sarah Langs, uh, Sarah uh, Sarah Langs on sports or S Langs on sports on Twitter highlights some really great stat cast data that we 
course saw in our um, our deep dive that we did uh, pre-show as well. But yesterday, Juan Soto had a single and a home run. Uh, his single was 113.8 miles per hour, and his home run was 113.1 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the first time he'd had multiple 113 plus mile an hour batted balls in a game in his career, and he's the third Padre to do it since 2015. Just some of the other names, because there's only two of them. Franchi Cordero in 2018. And I don't and I don't know if this guy's gonna be any good, but Fernando Tatis in 2021. Oh. So yeah. The first guy wasn't. <laughs> I, well, I, I, obviously I purposely went Cordero first. Uh, you yeah. look. I mean, it, it's a matter of I and we can all agree on this, right? It's, I think it's just a matter of just time with Soto. I, it's uh, when you're hitting the ball is that hard. Uh, you know, things are going to start following pretty quickly. Uh, it's just, it's just about his home run was 441 feet. That's just Dude, insane. Smashed it. Yeah. I saw that. <sighs> I mean, so that plus, you know, the speed, the exit velocity off his bat, anything over hundred is, I mean, it's great. is uh, elite. And then doing it twice in a row at 113, I mean, yeah, no issues there at all. The the massive breakout that we expect from uh, Soto is coming for sure. Um, And I expect that to even, you know, know, start really ratcheting up as it gets hotter outside. Yeah, uh, I I, I agree with everything you say. Like, the Stackhouse data has been there. It it was even there last year to some degree. It just Right. wasn't working it was weird like and that's why everybody was kind of buying back into him this year I, myself included um and you know the first month was like Ugh. right all right man like you know obviously the bat you know not the bat but the uh the obp was always there you're like all right i mean he's still he's still walking a lot thanks man that's not getting me anything else but <laughs> now he's still walking a lot but he's also getting on base so that's that's what you want to see you want to see these hard hit balls actually landing and uh, you know, no doubter, like he he he's back, man. In, in my opinion, so um, well, the, one, AJ, the one thing that's kind of interesting. Sorry, before we go to AJ, real no, quick, no, no. Um, is uh, his batting average of balls in play last year, if you include both times, right, was at two forty nine last year. Now, uh, throughout his career, right, in two twenty, uh, two twenty, in twenty twenty, he was three uh, three thirty two. In um, you know, in twenty nineteen, he was three twelve. Uh, so, and then he was three, 363. The reason I'm bringing those up, right, is, yeah, batting average of balls in play can be a lot of different things. But because he hits the ball so hard, that expected number for him to just even hit grounders at that elite number of extra velocity, it's it's going to typically find a hole. So mm-hmm. now that we've obviously gotten rid of the shift and all these other things, I, I just expect it to keep on climbing. So this is probably about as close to the floor as you're going to get with Soto. Yeah, if you're able to somehow sure, finagle him in a trade, I think uh, <laughs> you are you you won. Do we miss that shift. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the answer is, I don't know. All right. Um, yeah, I, I think with Soto, it, it was really just a matter of time with this guy. He was going to figure it out. He's 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 too big. He's too powerful. He's too good to just have been as bad as we had seen recently, you know, uh, and last year and whatnot. So, uh, unfortunately I do not have any shares of him and, um, I'm probably playing him most weeks, uh, against me. So yeah, it's, uh, it seems about right. It seems about right. <laughs> All right. Sorry, we got next. Joseph. Uh, I'm finishing the, the tweet, but, uh, yeah. So next, <laughs> ne- next guy up here, uh, <laughs> A guy who's been 
a hot topic on Twitter, uh, and rightfully so. Been absolutely killing it after a very uh, rough start to the season. Christopher Morell, uh, over the last couple of weeks, probably, I mean, arguably one of the best players in baseball over the last couple of weeks, right? Uh, eight home runs, 16 runs, 14 RBI. Doesn't steal, um, but I guess you don't have to steal a lot when almost every single one of your hits goes for a home run. Uh, but, you know, batting average at 350. I mean, everything just sky high here. I mean, the, the dude's mashing. I mean, his max hit exit velocity was 113, just crushing the ball. <laughs> just, um, who wants to take this one? It, I mean, it's almost not fair. Uh, I, well, <laughs> I'll start uh, because I wrote my name next to this for that purpose. Um, way to pay attention. But, yeah, Morell, I mean, oh, it, I see. it, it, it so is a bit of a – Well, I wasn't looking over there is a bit of a, a small sample size but again i mean just comparing comparing the last couple of weeks and and overall with uh with soto i mean the max hit speed is 113.6 uh compared to 113.8 for soto um you know you're looking at the barrels is you know about half he's got nine uh soto's got 19 but again, the attempts is four times as many for Soto. So, I mean, it's it's pretty uh, inspiring to see all of this coming through right now for Morel. Inspiring, inspiring, yeah. like said, Rudy inspiring? inspiring. It is. Okay, it is. All right. I, mean, I just want to make sure I understood. I understood the inspiring. All right, go ahead. Oh my god, that made me, that was made me spit on my beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, I will continue to come up. No, with no, no. I'm just thinking about Rudy right now. Go ahead. Andres <laughs> to make Joe cream. His no, it wasn't what you screen. said. It was, it was what dad said. <laughs> yes, exactly. But the reaction that my Andres get for dad, uh, it's, it's, inspiring. it's inspiring. I yeah, get it. It is. It's an inspiring effort that we're because going forth here. It's like, it's like watching tiny Tim, like, you know, just make it out there. So go ahead. Continue. Yeah. Um, uh, yes, totally off topic, but my wife is uh, hates Tiny Tim because of his voice, and he's just a freaky little dude. But he was uh, the star of a SpongeBob episode early on. Anyway, well, one of his songs was. But yeah, Morel, twenty-three years old. It wasn't the Christmas Carol, wasn't it? Wasn't his name Tiny Tim also? It, it, Yes, I believe. Yes, so. that's what okay. I think Dap was referring to. That's what I was referring to because, you know, obviously, you know, him is a miracle. Anyways, forget it. Go ahead. Oh, yes. Cool. Right. All, all I'm thinking you of is that. like the Disney Christmas Carol and like everybody right. shed a tear at the end because like, yeah, you're like, oh. Yeah, that's where I was going with that. But I, I know, AJ, I know that. AJ goes deep, dark. Hey, with, <laughs> a deep, with a deep cut. I was like, what? I am, I am <laughs> going deep with Tiny Tim. Wow. That's and his little ukulele. Painful. I painful. got it. Yes. Yes. Uh, I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. For yes, the other people uh, that are under 80 years old, I also got that also. So go ahead. Yes. Yeah. But you should uh, look him up. He is a very scary looking gentleman. Um, oh, you're saying that about Tiny Tim from died. Christmas Carol. That's not nice. He, he We're going to get a lot of hate mail. Um, no one knows that. Uh, he was 107. Like five subscribers. Thanks a lot, AJ. <laughs> five subscribers or live watchers? Which, which one's which? 
I don't know. Check me out on Discord while I'm <laughs> never there to see my new Tiny Tim. Stuff. Is that what you call it? <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. This, this hey, is not... That's not the right Discord <laughs> I'm promoting the... here. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, so, all right. So, Christopher he's... Tim uh, Morel, my <laughs> mini, whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. Dab thoughts? I'm just going to turn it over to you at this point. Mike, you um, want to just finish your show? I think I'm done, man. Um, all right. So a couple a couple things, right? Um, and you know, one, one, another guy that I follow a lot of, Corbin Young. Uh, Corbin Young, uh, 21 on uh, Twitter. He, he posts up that, you know, Christopher Morrell is averaging 103.9. Now, remember, 103 is a really magical number, as we heard right from Juan Soto a minute ago. But he's averaging 103.9 exit velocity, number one, uh, to the opposite field. So imagine, again, if he did pull power, right? Uh, so Morel's pull power is 99.6, which puts him at number two uh, for uh, batted ball events. So every time he hits the ball, you know, we're talk- anytime there's an event where it actually hits his uh, barrel. So anything, grounders, anything, 99.6. Opposite field is 103.9. That's crazy to me now again morale's breaking every possible stat cast number um, out there but even more fun is this he had 29 games in the minors uh this year um and he had 11 home runs um in 12 uh major league games he had nine home runs uh, his last one yesterday was 383 feet so again he's not hitting you know little one ballpark type home runs he's crushing the ball this story if anything, if anything, the stats tell us, right, it looks great. Um, I don't think he's Babe Ruth. But at the same time, I'm having too much fun trying to bet against him. <laughs> because every time I think he's coming down to earth, he just goes the other way. It's going to happen, obviously, at some point. But right now, the numbers are backing up um, this incredible blood. But the problem with the numbers is we don't see it anywhere else, right? We don't see those kind of stat cast numbers. Well, because we don't see stat cast in the minor leagues right now. But we haven't seen those kind of ridiculous numbers before. So that's the only t- way that these StatCast numbers seem to be not telling the full story from what we've seen before. Um, if it continues, though, give it another month, then, pff, I mean, Mike Trout, watch out. I don't know. He, becomes... he wasn't this highly touted of a prospect. Like, you look at his, you know, you look at his prospect reports and, they're not that good. Like they're really not like power. Not really what you would expect from somebody doing what he's doing. Right. Um, but I mean, yeah, you're right. The statcast data is just backing up. Like he's just crushing the ball. The thing that worries me is like this dude strikes out an absolute. Ton. Absolutely. Yeah. And so like, and he doesn't walk like 5.8% walk rate, 36% K rate. It's just like right now, He's hitting enough of when he's not striking out. He's just making contact, and that contact has been super good. Well, and not only that, he's hitting he's hitting everything right. If you yeah. look at his home runs, he's hit four seam uh, fastballs. He's yeah. hit sliders. He's hit cutters. They're up in the zone. They're in the oh, obviously the middle of the zone is great. There is even <laughs> one all the way on the inside that's out of the strike zone. I would probably say, you know, it looks like it's about a foot off the plate inside, and he crushed that one too. And that was a slider. I was going to say, know, you like, see, 
the 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 one thing you would think right is pitchers are going to figure out what doesn't work for him but he's not missing anything so it's like what doesn't work for him right now it's like it's just an anomaly like he's an anomaly like in a good way um speaking of anomalies and and i meant to lead with this marcus Simeon is an anomaly in a good way also but like it doesn't make any sense sorry i am i am gonna have to go off for a few minutes here we're talking about StatCast data today, right? Marcus Simeon's StatCast data does not back up anything he does productively. <laughs> like, his production, we know, is super good. <laughs> like, a couple of years ago, he hit, what, 45 bombs, was like second in the majors. So angry. So angry. Not that angry. It just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I did a whole article of Fantasy Six Pack last year based off the uh, 2021 season kind of looking at exit velocity versus like average exit velocity versus home runs and I, when I was studying all the data Marcus Simeon's data made zero sense his exit velocity he was like second in home runs that year he was 57th in exit velocity which does not match up like right. he was by far the biggest outlier in all of that um now, he has a decent launch angle, which, Dab, I was explaining this to you before the show, right? His launch angle that year was 19% uh, or 19 degrees, which is really good. Um, but in, if you have a launch angle that much, you need to be able to hit it hard because if not, those tend to be pop flies. That's like the 20 range is that like magic number where like right. if you don't hit it hard enough, it's going to drop in, you know, just short of the wall. Right. And so like, again, didn't make any sense. It still doesn't make any sense. He's still being a very productive hitter overall this year. And his stack ass data is actually worse than it was last that year. Like, <laughs> what, what magic dust are you putting on this ball, Marcus, that you hit that it just like flies? Like, what the hell is going on? I don't understand how he's the one guy that I look at every single time with stack ass data. And kudos to Keith Lott for on Discord, like mentioning him in in the chat. He was just like, his data doesn't make any sense. And I was like, oh, I totally forget. Yeah, no, you're right. It never will because it just doesn't like. Yeah, like, and but he even threw out like other numbers. He threw out like the, you know, Keith Lots going into like all the X Bacon's and stuff like that, which a lot of people have no idea about. But uh, like those stats are like really low, but yet his production bacon? is like who doesn't want bacon? I know but his ex apparently doesn't want bacon. Wear in the crotch and then push them over on the he, ground. He said his ex didn't want bacon. To listen to he's not supposed to have a. Voice a of by the way, he's not supposed to have a 340 average over the last two weeks with an average exit velocity of 88. <laughs> that doesn't happen. I mean, 88, I feel like I might be able to top that. My God, you said that like a week ago about something else, and I'm just like, no, you're wrong. Bring I think you said you would, hit, you would hit like a major league pitcher or something like that. First off, you would no, never get a hit off of a major league pitcher. Hey, that's not what I'm saying. Well, okay. maybe. Throw uh throw old man Tim Wakefield out there. I'll take. I was just gonna say, you're gonna say Wakefield. You would never hit a knuckleball. Eighty nine, out, gone. Bring it, Wakefield. Bring it. How about Bartolo Colon? I fucking love Bartolo Colon, and that's funny that you mentioned that because me, you and, and Dave Eddie should be best friends. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing. 
wrong with some big sexy. Okay. He is an idol to many, many children across the world. He is a philanthropist. He is a hell of a baseball pitcher. The guy slugs doubles like it's his job because it is. And what's not to like? Really? But it's funny because we, I, I, might be that. me and my buddy were just talking about that. And my, my retort uh, was that he said, dude, you are so lucky that Bartolo Colon's son, Nestor, is on a delay right now because he's got Nestor Cortez. It's a different last name, but we all know the truth. <laughs> and I said, Bartolo tells fewer lies about his sexual exploits than the OG GW told about that cherry tree. Because it all makes sense. And we bring things together here on the Fantasy Six Pack. Tiny Tim, OG GW history, and Big Sexy. You're welcome, America. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. What? You know, and Dave, I got seven dollars that says and that AJ. I've never heard of Statcast before tonight. <laughs> wow, <laughs> thanks, thanks for give us some cred, Dave. Oh man, Comedy, uh, man. Yeah, the only amount of money. I, I was really going to say that I got a notice that um, there is a serial killer loose on our set because AJ killed yet another segment. But that was what I was <laughs> to say. So we're going to go to Lane Thomas here. It's the glasses. Lane Thomas over the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm going to just talk over all of you. Um, off of the war, 5.4. Four home runs, 12 runs, seven RBI, and one steal. Um, pretty solid numbers. Um, striking out, you know, 25%, walking, you know, five. I feel like, you know, is, is he finally turning into kind of that power, you know, kind of middling speed type of guy that, you know, I think a lot of us thought he could be for a while. I, I keep buying into him. He's obviously like, Eat, get right. him for free in drafts. So it's always like, right. yeah, last pick, Lane Thomas, thank you. Um, right. Did it again this year. Um, if you have best ball, Lane Thomas is a guy you need to always roster. The problem with him in regular, you know, either daily or weekly, is trying to figure out when he's hot. Yes. Um, you know, if you look at his stat, don't look at his stat cast page. <laughs> Let me just start there. Or don't look at his baseball savant page. So, I mean, uh, right. But don't look at his baseball savant sure. page, especially. It's 90% blue. Um, you know, his sprint, speed, his sprint speed is 95%. Arm strength is 90 But everything else, even his max exit velocity is like 55th percentile. Yeah. It's not. And that's something we really wanted to highlight here with Lane Thomas. We're going to highlight here a couple other people as well. That it's not always a predictor as well, right? Morrell, same thing. You know, his numbers are great right now, but they're so incredibly, 
you know, extreme that there's nowhere to go but down at some point unless he starts using a metal bat. Lane Thomas is just a guy that I, I is such an anomaly. At the same time, if you look at his spray chart, it's almost center and um, it's it's going to be center and everything's poolside, right? He, he doesn't go opposite except for one home run that I, I don't know if it hit off his bat incorrectly or something, but uh, he went complete opposite field. Everything else is, is poolside. Now, if you look also at kind of like, you know, people that he's expected to be like, right. Similar batters. Um, right now it's, uh, you know, Brandon Crawford, you know, Michael Taylor, Ian Happ. But what do we know about those players? Incredibly streaky, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. All, every single one of them. You're right. Right. And I just don't know if, uh, I don't know. I, I just don't know if that's necessarily, you know, who I want who I want to be playing with there. But yeah, I mean, his stats are one thing. His, his numbers are completely something else. That's the, you know, kind, kind of the the there. But he's he's got a ton of home runs. I mean, for what what you see there, and then to look at his stats, he's got a ton of home runs, and <laughs> I expect a lot more stolen bases, especially in this environment, especially with his speed. Um, you know, ninety fifth percentile, but yeah. Only four I, I, on the year total. That's yeah, that's pretty shocking. He he, yeah. he he never really ran, but I mean, obviously, yeah. Again, different different environment this year, so you were hoping for more. Uh, I'll tell you, like I, I I kept buying back into him. He had a really rough start to the season, which probably doesn't help some of his stat cast data. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he is he's super streaky. I I, I had dropped him in the couple of like daily or even weekly leagues that I had him in just because, I mean, he was, I mean, he was like ice cold and he plays on the net. So like, right. I didn't really, really expect too much from him. Obviously best ball. I still have him and I'm reaping the benefits sure. for now. Um, but right. you know, when he's not doing well, he just sits back on my bench and I don't have to worry about it. Hopefully somebody else is doing well at that point. So I'm um, totally with you there. Uh, AJ next up for you, man, Mr. Paul DeJong. Is he turning back the clock? Uh, this is yes. a guy who, um, Man, a few years ago was a stud. Man, not, I mean, uh, yeah. thirty bombs, you know, nine stolen bases back in twenty nineteen. That I mean, that's no joke, man. Um, kind of battled some injuries off and on here, but now he's returned for the Cards and he's been crushing it. Um, so he, he has last, been awesome. The last um, couple weeks, let me let me just say these real quick. Uh, Last couple weeks, Paul DeJong, five home runs, 15 runs, 12 RBI, hitting a cool 239, though. (laughs) And that's what I mean by cool. So that's no good. But the rest, you're you're loving. Um, You know, OBP's 340, so at least he's walking a good, at least a good bit enough to not kill you there. So. Um, what are you seeing with, with some of the underlying stats to say whether or not he can continue this run and maybe bounce back to kind of where he was? Yeah, I mean, and you're looking at the teams that he started doing this against, and, you know, he was started getting hot at the end of that Boston series uh, a few weeks ago in Boston. Then they played Milwaukee, and he was kind of up and down. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I picked him up. In actually, I think all three of three, yeah, at least three of the leagues that I'm in, uh, one is points. So never mind. But that's the one where same conversation with my buddy about the uh, the big sexy. He's a big cards fan, so I started the week off with how's my uh, parentheses did, and then Zhang taste. Um, 
because <laughs> nailed it, Dad. Oh my God, we just up. said you were gonna you were gonna make a, a yes, you know, yeah, joke. Why? No doubter. Why do you think I wrote my <laughs> name next to this? I, I bet so I could. I took the, the odds on Caesar. And I actually placed a bet before the show. I know we're not supposed to bet on our own thing. And I cannot wait to cash yeah, out. We Dab, are. you are now suspended. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I knew it. I knew it. I was going to be. Oh. Oh, man. Uh, anyway. But no. I, it, yeah. Again, I had to, I had to do it. Um, I got a tic. I, I got a tic tac toe or whatever the hell it is. I got a bingo on my AJ F six P. That's card. the free space. AJ saying something <laughs> about Dong and Dejong in the same sentence. I, I, I love that our producer uh, is, likes to talk through a megaphone. There, I don't, I don't know why I was awful. That, that was terrible. It sounded like me last week. Just. Louder. <laughs> okay, That's move on, AJ. You got, you got more. You got Ashley stuff. We're just, we're just getting do. now. No, we're just getting like laughing comments from people on YouTube. This is great. I love uh, it. Thanks, Charles. The, uh, <laughs> so Dijon. Please. So Dijon's really streaky. We've always known he is. Um, he's kind of like our show. You know, we have a streak of like, you know, really interesting stuff. And then, you know, we derail yeah, ourselves. Right. I mean, uh, just, just so we know. He didn't start tonight, though. And he's put up like, so just this week alone. Uh-huh. Oh, starting oh on wait a minute. Tell us the stats. Wait, give, give us some stats. I'm, I'm excited. Five, oh, five, four, if I can add and then. Six, 11. <laughs> I mean, seven runs, two, two bombs, uh, eight ribbies, no mm-hmm. stolen base. I mean, come on, Dong. I mean, Dijong. What's up with that? Oh, wait, never mind. He got one yesterday. Uh, I mean, this is this is what we thought we were going to have with this guy. But he like we preached, three in stolen bases in the last two football. weeks. What are you talking? What are you looking at? Yes, three stolen bases all of last, last year. Three days. Oh, whatever. Yeah, the old three, the old three-day metric. No, no, not that. I mean, a, not, I'm not saying the the stolen bases is what we saw with this. No, dumbass. Pay attention. I'm a whole picture kind of guy. All right, you should know that by now. Uh, clearly you don't. Anyway, I think the talent's there, but he's too streaky. Um, if he can keep this rolling awesome i mean i love it but shortstop we we talked about how deep this position was or so we thought early on and then it turned out to be nothing um so if you can nab him and and you know play the hot hand i'm all for it bingo yeah the only problem is right is that he was sent down to the minors last year he came up for the minors this year so it's not like there's a floor here, you know, as opposed to like a, somebody who, when they go on a cold streak, is going to be an average major league hitter. He's a minor leaguer, uh, you know, on its at, at its worst. Uh, like I mean, quad A player, kind of yeah. guy. Like he'll crush minors, but come up and yeah. struggle. He'll get hot here and there. Yeah. And and the thing is, right, we're looking at somebody who last year was at thirty, you know, in the almost thirties um, with his uh, strikeouts, and and now he's keeping it around twenty six. I mean, uh, his sweet spot, if and especially the times where he broke out, right, is about 26, 27, or obviously below that. Um, if you can keep it there, great. But 
yeah, again, I mean, his stack, he's always been a stack cast darling. He's a guy who's just going to, you know, absolutely crush the ball um, as we've seen again and again, uh, you know, and, and the Cardinals are heating up as well. Yep. Um, I, you know, again, we like, uh, this goes back to the lot, you know, the, our last guy that we just talked about, um, you know, who you don't look at his stack cast numbers because you're going to get the wrong story. Paul DeJong is going to give you the wrong story as somebody who just can crank, you know, just destroy the ball when he hits it. But, can he hit it? Can he actually touch the ball? That's always going to be, you know, the, the big problem there. Uh, um, we do have a question though um, okay. from Charles here, who is listening. I just, yeah, I read that comment. Thank you. Um, <laughs> think Wit can keep up his pace on stolen bases seven in the last oh. week. Yahoo predicting seventeen, which is uh, it's kind of a joke. Um, more for the rest of the season. I would probably drop Steer, which has gotten hot. Um, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, to me, that's a no brainer. You're picking up Bobby Wade. I know. And he's, he's a guy who we almost threw into the next segment as like one of the cold hitters. But like, I think we all just kind of believe that he's just too good. I know the team sucks. Unfortunately, that's, that's kind of the downfall there. Um, but Bobby Wade's a guy who, I mean, I could easily predict like 25 or more stolen bases the rest of the year. Um, and a lot of the, you know, a lot of the other predicting predictor systems, projection systems, probably a better word, uh, are saying around the same thing. So I, you know, we, we, uh, are you saying seventeen? No, he's oh seventeen look, more. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah he, he he's gonna be. He's just too good. He's too. He, fast. he had he had thirty last year. I mean, and and now we're talking a completely different environment. And yeah. he's he, if you watched him take his leads off first base, he's almost walking to second base by the time the pitcher throws the ball. I mean, Bobby Witt is the poster boy of somebody who, well, sorry, poster man of somebody who's going to be taking advantage of this new role. And if nothing else, he's going to get more and more kind of uh, just comfortable with it. And those numbers, I, I can almost predict oh, that's fifty. A, that's a good call. Is he talking about Whit Merrifield? AJ asked that in, in our oh. chat. Are you talking about Whit Merrifield? Because he did put one T now that I'm Yes, he it. is. Oh, totally oh. Is. Okay, well, then. in that case, well, that's no, a different story. I, do not. I know <laughs> you have to be pretty desperate for steals. You have to be pretty desperate for steals to take on a Whit Merrifield. He's bad everywhere else. Well, the other problem is, well, well, I mean, well, because look how many ga- look how many games he's played, right? That's I mean, well, that's my knock on him. That's why I said no. This is this has got to be Whit Merrifield. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah. He's he, he's so, not yeah, giving you power. Right. My bad. You're we'll you're that question. <laughs> Meh. I mean, you can find those somewhere else. The steals are nice, but the playing time is the big knock for him. And right. since he came to Toronto, it it always has been. Um. So. I I don't necessarily have a problem dropping steer for him if you no. want to try to ride the steals but i think over over the course of the season steer is going to be the better player yeah um but the fact that it's 10 team you might be able to go back and grab steer or if you have a better drop candidate maybe go after that i mean wits average is solid this year 295 that's kind of the only thing helping to I mean, the, like, the other thing you'd have to look at and and i don't 
I since the question sound, I don't recall if it was in there. I don't think it was, but if it's a daily roster change or weekly, yeah. So that would that would I'm kind of playing. I'm not. I'm it. not doing that move. We we need to move on. Um. So let's get into some more cold hitters here. Um. We're gonna start with Julio Rodriguez. Uh, Drop him. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Cut. Everybody in my leagues, drop him, please. Easy cut. So, um, oh my gosh. So we've got uh, we've got Mister Julio over here, and uh, you know his his stat line over the last couple of weeks. Honestly, the whole season hasn't really gone the way that people were expecting for him. Uh, but over the last couple of weeks, you know, one home run. I mean, counting stats fine. Eleven, seven RBI, two steals. Hope for more steals, but he's just not getting on base, man. 255, um, 352 OBP. You know, he was a 30-30 guy on pace last year until he got hurt, like, right at the end of the season, man. Um, what, what do we do with this guy, Dad? His, I mean, the number one thing, right, is his batting average of balls in play is just ridiculously low. Um, you know, that's going to, that's only going to change. He's one of, the, he's, almost at the top of every metric, hard hit percentage, line drive. Um, exit velocities, I mean, is not the highest. Uh, obviously, we've talked about some of the outlier, you know, leaders in exit velocity right now. But as bad an average of balls in place is just insanely low. That's going to change drastically and quickly if he continues with what he's been doing. I mean, uh, you're just looking at somebody who is just, you know, luck at some point, right? I mean, look, hitting the balls is hard. <laughs> If uh, anybody has told you something different, I don't know what you're doing because if we're talking about you know people that are successful 30% of the time, you know, are all stars, that's not necessarily a good thing. Uh, but you know, Julio Rodriguez, way too good. He's never gonna be, you know, he might be benched maybe once, possibly, but he's top five player in the league. I mean, is that even can we even argue that? Um, you know, top ten for sure, but top five probably. Um, and then we talked, maybe, you know, started talking about, you know, Tani, Trout, those types of things. Uh, but yeah, you're not, that's, this is just luck. Just give it, give it some time and it'll, uh, it'll change rather ra- rapidly. It, the funny part is, is that if you look at just his last three games, you know, he hit, um, he had four hits, three runs, you know, and just one RBI. But then you start going down the rest of the thing and he has all of four hits over the last eight games. So it's definitely what I like to say is them and not him. <laughs> it's the, the ball where it's bouncing everything else. And you'd yeah. think it would be helping, you know, that there isn't a shift. Not that it was affecting him to begin with because he was killing it last year. But, you know, I, I would expect him to find holes. He's a professional hitter. He just absolutely no problem. But if you're in my league, please drop him. I want him on my team. Yeah. I mean, the big yeah, I mean, thing to look at, too, is, you know, just from – this season as a whole versus last season. Um, he's about a third of the way there. Um, you know, he's got a little bit higher of a soft hit percentage, but not enough to really be worried. Um, his medium has gone down a little, but his, his hard head's going up. So I think that he's still too too solid of a player to just – cut unless you're in dash one, leagues then one thing to look at with his stat cast data is his launch angle his average launch angle is at 10 percent. that's right. bad that's why a lot of his balls you know they're they're you know they're going up but they're they're not 
they're not going to launch over the outfielders or infielders as much. They're they're not carrying, uh, so he's going to struggle with power until he can get that back up. Even though he's hitting the crap out of the ball, like he's hitting it hard, he's just he's got to get more lift on it. You're not so just get... yeah. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say that for people that you know know launch angle is a good thing, but don't have an idea of kind of like where what. Just to give you an idea, right? Less than ten percent tip, uh, less than ten degree launch angle is typically a ground ball, right? It's typically going to go straight down. Uh, line drive is, again, this is typical because anything can happen, right? Is between ten and twenty degrees, and then a fly ball is twenty five to fifty degrees. The happy place is like twenty five thirty is typically the the home run angle or anywhere really twenty to thirty. So what you're saying right now is definitely that's he's just driving into the ground. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say the ten percent is driving into the ground, but a ten percent right. launch angle it doesn't carry very far. Right. So, yeah, it, it's it it tends to look like a ground ball, like you might fall kind of you know right in front of the second base, you know, kind of whatever. Uh, it's just yeah, it's just not a good hit. So you you want to be as you know as a good power hitter. It sounds like you know from what everything that I was reading today. You want to be somewhere in the mix of 18 to like 25 because that means, especially if you're hitting it hard enough, that means it's got right. enough angle. Because if you start getting like too high, like it's just going right. to go straight up in the air, right? You don't want those. Right. Sure. Um, so you want you want power that's going to carry and carry far or, or angles that are going to let the ball carry and carry far and Ten's not it. So that's the one thing that he needs to figure out. Everything else looks good. Um, what do you? Get? So I was going to ask you. Uh, you know, the one thing he has seen more of, if anything, right, is more fastballs this year. Which again, kind of goes against what you'd think to somebody. I mean, not a huge increase, right? Like four percent increase. But of everything else, right, his breaking uh, balls that he's uh, seen right now has gone down uh, again by almost the same number. Off speeds pretty much the same, but the fastballs have kind of increased. <clears throat> you know, do you think there's anything that uh, you know could be playing there, just in the sense of him kind of just trying to catch up to these pitches at the moment and n- not being there just yet? That's an interesting one. I never really thought about that. Um, it's weird. Like you would think, like some people could just right. tee off on fastballs, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, like, right. That's kind of the one thing. So I. That's. That's almost more of a red flag to me than anything. The fact that he can't just like locate a fastball and just drill it. Um, so yeah, yeah, well, um, yeah. Like, just it was it just uh, that was one of those interesting uh, tidbits from the Statcast. But yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you, uh, Charles. Stay tuned on this question. We might we might be able to help you here in about let's say twenty minutes, maybe. Um, hopefully, hopefully shorter. If Asian is going to rant. <laughs> Uh, so Tim Anderson, <laughs> Tim Anderson. Love, the, love the question, Charles, uh, Dave, Eddie, J rod or Bartolo, uh, rest did, of the season. I did, I did like, I did like that. One. I, I, I think that's incredibly I ignored important. It I didn't want AJ to go on a rant. So what, what is each of them wearing? Oh my God. Bartolo uh, got a crop top. You, you good for that? Yo, I'm, I'm <laughs> Every shirt up. Bartolo's a crop top. I mean, I was going Bartolo all the way regardless, but. <laughs> throw that crop top in and that's this is exactly why i didn't ask this question all right so know, tim I, anderson's I, our next one layup yeah uh i mean he's been bad all year last couple of weeks yeah 
zero RBI, one run, one RBI. Or no, sorry, right. zero home runs, one RBI, one stolen base. Batting average is what's supposed to be his thing, and he's hitting two sixteen over the last couple of weeks. Dave Eddie, if you're still watching, I blame you for why he's on my team. Um, <laughs> yeah, Dave. Does anything call out to you that they, there could be a little bounce back? Like if you look at his stat cast numbers and compared to like years past, like so, maybe like something's looking like, oh, well, he's kind of doing the same thing. He's just getting unlucky. I don't know. Talk again, about Longs angle. Let's put. Let's talk about that with uh, Tim Anderson. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, first off, Tim Anderson uh, is miserable. And you could tell that because if you remember about a week, nine days ago now, you know, he was caught, uh, you know, it, anybody could read these lips. He didn't even need to have John Boy, right? When he said to Jose Abreu during the Astros game, I hate this place. You know, the guy uh, since May 15th has even been worse since that. And he's under incredible scrutiny because of it. I mean, look, Tim Anderson, when he gets cold, he doesn't like you know it's not like it's on me he's a he's not he's both a streaky player and a guy that has an incredible attitude and i don't mean incredible attitude in a good way um just in his last seven games he has zero stolen bases which you know you can talk about his average but he should be feasting right now um on the stolen base rules and he's not um, can't so, get on base <laughs> well that too probably. That doesn't help <laughs> you, you're absolutely right my my fault there but i mean you know four hits right only one walk three strikeouts and that's in 25 at bats i mean there's nothing here that uh, screams um that he should be anywhere but on a waiver wire unless you're in like some crazy deep 30 team league um other than that tim anderson should not be touching your team can we can we please talk about his launch angle I was waiting for you. Please. Negative point two. <laughs> you said a ten degree launch angle with a, a ground ball. What the hell is this? <laughs> that that means it's, 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 he actually catches it. <laughs> no, no, no. The, actually, I think the batter catches it at that point, and he just walks to the dugout at that point. It's just like, don't forget it. Like, he just catches it himself. He's like, I'm out. <laughs> what, what's his average bat throw? distance compared to this negative two hit angle that's what i'd like to know if he's like did, did you say fat throw bat no, is bat throw your boy Brandon. Oh, bat throw bat throw, <laughs> bat throw. <laughs> i was like fat yes. throw i was like <laughs> it's like okay i mean i don't I, you know what the thing is is i actually did what, that around I, somewhere i didn't think it would be that weird of a comment coming out of your mouth it's that's like, why hey, I can't, <laughs> can't see it anymore huh? That's actually like the most legit question he's had all night. Um, <laughs> I feel bad. I just all over it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. All right. So next up here, oh, we got Brett Rooker. Um, Brett Rooker of the A's, who, man, was a good story a couple oh. weeks ago. Now, not so much. Just one bomb, three runs, six RBI in the last couple of weeks. Striking out 31%. Still walking a good bit in a nine. You'll take that at this point. Uh, batting average down at 184, though. Just uh, it's not making it happen. Anything you're seeing in the StatCast data that is making you think that, you know, he can get back to what he was doing early on? So for so for us to uh, go back to Christmas Carol, because we talked about Tiny Tim earlier from Christmas Carol, um, I, I want to show everybody that this is the ghost of Christmas future for anybody who owns Christopher Morrell, uh, is is what you're dealing with right now with Brent Roker, right? Uh, Wait, you know, he was... <laughs> 
Um, I'll find a way to stream it. I I, I know, uh, but you know he he's sixteen for eighty with just two home runs and thirty strikeouts with ten walks. This is the bad side of you know these people that kind of show these amazing stack cast numbers for exit velocity and you know uh, when they hit it it hit you know it's a home run. But if you look at again the totality of his career, Brent Rooker was you know DFA'd by the Twins because he always showed this incredible ability to just kill the ball uh incredible exit velocity but the problem was actually again touching the ball um yeah. most of the time as so, uh, charles mentioned strikes out too much <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah yeah so I'm still it, holding play- on to him in one league and i probably need to make the adjustment i've been a little slow to the slow to the draw here unfortunately well but here's the thing though right i mean again it's still only you know end of may i mean who knows he might he probably has another hot month in him right it could but it could be june it could be july if you're struggling in the league and you're trying to look for that one up, if he's on your waivers, I might pick him up if you have like a four or five outfield um, type lineup. It it wouldn't hurt because power right now, especially in the outfield, is shallow. So if if he comes back, it's cheap. Does it cost you anything? Grab him from the waivers. I don't. But again, his stat cast is one of those that's like fool's gold, right? When he hits the ball, amazing. Everything else, he's slow. <laughs> he's not going to give you stolen bases um, and things of that nature. So. I don't know what else to do there. Uh, last up here on our list here, we got James Outman. Are we out on Outman, AJ? Are we finally done with this guy? James, are we out? Man. I mean, one bomb, three runs, five RBI, one steal over the last couple of weeks. This guy had a like torrid April and even beginning of May, honestly. Right. It just yeah. has, the I, bottom has I mean, fallen out. It seems like he's tired. Batting Seems like he's tired. He doesn't want to <laughs> Does he play have kids? right now. Because man, that's why I'm tired. I, maybe <laughs> they're all. Excuse me, they're all amped up because school's about to get out, man. And he's like, "Whoa, man, I'm out." Um, all right, I can't. I can't keep doing that. All right, um, <laughs> I probably can actually, but yeah, I. I'm out, man. He's got. <laughs> he's his stackhouse data is great. Yep, you're looking at. Is but he's average hit speed of around 88, which is fine over the last couple of weeks. I mean, come on, man, that's that's way lower than what I could do off of Tim Wakefield. I mean, come on, he's not walking, he's striking out almost 40 percent in the last couple of weeks. I'm yeah, so I. I, I'm not. I'm not out on Outman, right? I I have him. I haven't dropped him. I you know he's not he's not on my lineups, obviously. But I mean, just a week ago, he hit a grand slam on May 17th, right? He's playing good defense. He he had an amazing um, home run robbing catch. Does not win you a fantasy baseball championship. But what have we seen over and over again, AJ? Right, an amazing play in defense leads to amazing offense right afterwards. And I think that if you know, you have a situation like uh, Duran, right, last year where he was terrible at the bat and then he also let that infield, uh, you know, home run, I mean, sorry, in the park home run occur. You know, he just slumped completely and then he came back and now he's completely changed. He's playing amazing defense. Offense is falling behind it. Yes, we have offensive specialists for sure, but Altman's never been that, right? Altman's always been a bat, bat as well as defense guy. I think I think what we're looking at is is an anomaly. It was going to be a great season for Altman. Uh, Go ahead. I just want to laugh. I'm laughing at something now that I'm looking at it. So we, I had my rant about Simeon. (laughs) 
I'm looking at the StatCast data between Altman and Simeon right now. Okay. It is near identical. Average what? launch angle, 17.7 to 16.7. Sweet spot angle, 34 to 37, right? Um, uh-huh. Average hit speed, 88 to 88. Oh, no. Yet, Simeon over the last couple of weeks has been killing it. <laughs> like, again, Simeon, you don't make any sense to me. <laughs> um. <laughs> it's like it, Thanks I don't for get it. This, this show off the rails. Like we were focused, sure. we were going straight somewhere, and you just you just turned left. I just, Why? Again, it makes no sense to me. Right? I mean, we were right. Outman even has more barrels overall than Simeon. But Simeon has I, no. Just, Simeon, please explain to me how the hell you're doing this. Call, call, yeah, call in, please. Um, <laughs> yes. you know, our, our number is one uh Baseball Simeon. So please, just let <laughs> yes. I actually um, just created a new game while I was listening to everything. It's called Baseball Simeon 1000. Uh, well, that's funny because I also have one too. It's called the XW Bacon. So I... Um, uh-huh. <laughs> is it, is uh, it like Burger lot. Town? Or Burger, whatever. It's, is it Burger Town? Is that the name? Bur- sure, why not? I don't know. All right, so I think we're done. We're done with that. We got a couple <laughs> quick other questions here. Uh, uh-huh. we'll finish off with some news and notes here. Uh, you know, little opinions here. We've got. First off, we got to ask, man, because this has been a guy who's been the bane of me and Dad's existence time. here. Close. Brian Close. Bello, man, is he bringing sexy back? Yeah. Hey, Bartolo, what? What? Yeah, Bartolo said. I, I thought I thought you would like that. Crop top. This guy's been good, right? Dab, you had all the stats, man. Go for it. I mean, oh God, this is killing me. I I I, I got to admit, this is killing with Bello because uh, Bayo because I just ah oh, loved been, him and then you hated him and now you're yeah. like, oh, was I was I wrong to hate him? Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know, and that, that's the thing. Did I, I break I, up with you too fast? <laughs> And the thing is, is that he's not doing it against, you know, I mean, Anaheim's not great. Don't get me wrong, right? But he's not, you know, doing it against his terrible teams. Yeah. All right. So on the seventh, so he's had a, a string of three great starts, right? Against the Braves, who are amazing, right? He had five strikeouts, only allowed um, two earned runs with that one home run and only one walk. And that's always been his problem, at least lately, right? It's the walks. And then. Although that's uh, the only time he's walked a crap ton of batters this whole season, outside of like the first, I mean, one and right. two, two thirds, yeah, like no, whatever. Uh, Dave, I also blame you for this one because you told us to not trust Brian. You know, Brian after like the first two games, he got exploded on. Um, and, but look, then he had the five. Phenomenal he, sense. Yeah, but then he had the five walks on the seventeenth against the Mariners. I mean, you thought for sure he's going to get destroyed, and somehow he still. Struck out seven and only gave a one earned run. So you know, look if if he can keep these walks down, I I guess and, uh, just yesterday. <laughs> I know just yesterday yeah. six strikeouts, but two home runs. Right. I the thing is, is that he pitches so hard. Right, his ball is so hard and it obviously it's fast, but uh, hard that if you c- connect to it, then you know it's gonna it's gonna take off. But um. You know, that's what happens with hard balls. Um, and so that's, him you know, the other thing. Him and DeJong friends. Right. Sorry. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I can't with you. Um, so, because his name is Bayo. <laughs> it's Bayo. At least it's yes. me this time, not, not AJ. Yep. 
but um, you know, uh, yeah, and then, you know, look, and that's another thing too, right? Like, Core is doing an incredible job managing him because uh, he gave up that for he gave up that home run. Um, it was a leadoff home run again against the Angels on Tuesday, and I thought for sure um, he was done. I mean, I thought it was like, okay, yep, you know, after the five walks, you know, this is going to be a game where the wheels come off. Cora came out, which you never see, especially if it's a first inning, you know, home run. You kind of let them like, okay, he's just warming up. He's getting, you know, uh, everything under his belt. Cora came out, and I don't know what he said to him, settled him down immediately, and he looks like the bail of, um, you know, of the last couple weeks. So I think the, I think the manager's doing a great job there as well. I don't like to typically call that out, but there's something there that they've really kind of changed here. I still don't trust him at all. Uh, he's been benched for the last couple of weeks, uh, but and if, if, if he's out there on the waivers, pick him up because uh, you don't have um, the love-hate relationship I do with him. Yeah, he, he really does feel like one of those guys that's going to go on this string of like he's going to allow five, six runs in like two or three innings, multiple games in a row, and you're just going to be like, yep. I <laughs> fell for it, but yep. he just keeps proving us wrong. He, like I said, he had a, we all know he had an atrocious start to the season coming off the IL, Yep. which like he came off the IL started the spring late, didn't start the season, went through the minors. Maybe we just needed to, maybe we just need to believe that that's the reason for the slow start. He was just getting ramped up. I mean, the talent's there, and I think right. that's why you always were talking to me about him, and, you know, we, we held on to him in, in the Dynasty League. and Yep. And I, I took many, many, many pot, you know, uh, uh, things from, um, you know, you and Dave um, saying that I was an idiot for doing that. And you know what? Um, I love to be able to take at least one lap of, um, you know, happiness, hey, but I still don't I trust him. Nope, you did. I bought, I bought him in... No. I bought him no. in redraft leagues late. No, I'm, I'm, and kid, I'm kidding. Cut his ass because of Dave. That's, there you go. <laughs> See, it, it's the worst things I've done is because of Dave. That's the problem. Tell you not to trust any pitcher. Well, yeah, I got to draft somebody, Dave. Jeez. <laughs> I have to start a pitcher, Dave. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, all right, so just, a couple, just a couple quick thoughts here. Just, doing the uh, weekly pitcher planner right next week. Yeah, the weekly pitcher planner. I'm out. <laughs> This is the picture of like uh, Homer Simpson's dad walking into the bar, putting his hat on, grabbing it, walking out. Like, that's it. That's the whole pitching planner from Dave. Right. No, no <laughs> um, so uh, let's just have a little fun here at the end. Uh, just a couple, just a couple, couple seconds each for for this. Um, how are we all feeling about the quicker game pace? So, so the game pace on average is about thirty minutes shorter per game. Uh, AJ, you're a guy who I know goes to a lot of baseball games. What's your thoughts on that? Well, I would say used to, but well, um, thanks, kids. Uh, I mean, I love you. <laughs> you still go to more than I do. Like, that's damn sure. Um, yeah, now I I do like it. I think uh, I mean overall attendance in general throughout the entire MLB is way up, and I think this is a big reason for it. Um. People just don't like going to sit for three hours, three plus hours for a baseball game. It just takes too long to get to the seventh inning stretch when you're finally allowed to stand up. Uh, and, you know, 
<laughs> that's somebody had me like locked into the seat i didn't know that i thought i could get up to go to the bathroom I mean, most and of the games get I a beard. To, most of the games i go to have like seat belts and and uh, weird masks you have to sir, somebody standing over you with a taser okay i'll just piss myself it's fine <laughs> Uh, I mean, a taser will do that. The tasing is going to the first ten thousand anyway, so. fans will get their own pee bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah I mean that—that's what I'm really happening? looking forward to, though. Bring your own pee bucket to the game day. Um, right. Forget this. Bring your dog. My dog. dad peed in this bucket. Yeah, I will pee in this bucket. My dad peed in this bucket, and his dad before him. We're gonna pee in it today, son. Wow, Charles, that's a great point. Wow, uh, just I yeah. love it for TV. That I'm gonna is, be honest with you. Yeah. I love it for yeah. TV. But if I'm paying yes. the same damn prices I was right. paying a year ago and the year before that, I want or I want my damn money's worth. Get- Look, I mean, I mean, I am so stoked not to hear some some of these color commentary guys um, are terrible, and I the less I have to hear about some some of them are like you know the better, right? Especially when it's the same kind of higher stuff we've heard for season after season. Like I remember when I was. Uh, you know, and single A ball, and I was spitting on the ball. Like I, I heard this story twelve times already. Thanks, right. but you know, so you, yeah. you see the, the color commentary guys like been shortened, but on some of the stuff, and I don't, you know, the whole pre, you know, the whole in uh, in between pitches, you know, the the forty five no Mar Garcia para like you know glove touch hat, you know, glad that's gone too. But there's other parts of it I'm kind of not happy with. Um, again, kind of some of the. And again, I'm just a nerd about this, but like some of the in-game, like, um, you know, gamemanship, like, yeah. you know, kind of sh- doing those things. I feel like that's kind of gone. I've also think, and I obviously it's still too early, but I still think a lot of the injury, well, not a lot, but some of the increase in injuries in pitching is because yeah, of yeah. This, the quickness. I and, play. and I want to see some of these great pitchers play. I don't care what Dave Eddy says. So, you know, I think some of those aspects are, are negative, but yeah, I, I do like the quickness, but if I'm at a game, like you said, I want to be able to sit down, um, not be allowed to get out of my seat till the seventh inning um, and, and just enjoy it. Uh, and I think there's, there's some pieces there, but you know, that sounds like old man screaming at the sun type of thing. No, yeah. I, I'm I'm with you though, with like the gamemanship. Like I hate the fact that like, man, a pitcher can't be like, no, 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 no. Oh wait, shit. No, I can't call that one off. I got to just pitch right. it. Like he doesn't right. want to throw that pitch. Let him come off and throw his own. Like hey, it sucks, man. I, I just don't. Well, and like even and then like the you know the the batter has to like quickly get back in the box before eight seconds and like look at the. You're like, man, I just I I don't mind a pitch clock, but I wonder if they took it a little too far. I wonder right. if like increasing it to like twenty seconds and maybe like. 13 seconds right. for the batter would would just allow a little more like what these guys have fucking breathe like yeah. they I feel the, there are times where i'm watching innings i'm like it is almost too fast yeah no, I'm like holy crap i don't even know what's happening right now right. like some of the the quickness too that pulls off and it is a game gamesmanship thing uh like what and this isn't my thought. This was something that, that was brought up on uh, sports radio that I listened to. And it was, you know, when a batter hits a home run, the clock doesn't change. It's still the same thing. And it's like, you know, this guy's got to scoot his ass around the bases. And Does instead of. No, like, it doesn't re- it doesn't reset until he hits home plate. Right. I never thought about that. 
There's no yeah, way. He, no, no, no. He didn't I, have to I like, that's oh, right. I know what you mean. Oh, yeah, so they can't like celebrate. He can't, oh, yeah. Well, and celebrating is fine, like, because some of them were egregious anyways, but there's no backflip, you know, there's no... Uh, that makes it more fun in my opinion like uh like you know or joey bats getting punched out or something like that i mean that (laughs) that was fun to see and and that's why you go to games yeah there's Um, there's, somebody get their asses kicked and see there's there's a lot of again the kind of the the human the fun aspect of this right like i i I can't remember who um this was uh, the first two weeks of the season Uh, i forgot who returned uh back to a previous team they didn't allow the standing ovation because you know that was you know they're, oh, they're, they're so gonna call, crazy they call a strike on them. somebody yesterday and see here's my problem again with major league baseball they, they don't kind of create a consistency right yesterday the pitcher was off the rubber um I, i'm trying to remember who the batter was it was off the rubber the batter wasn't in the batter's box because oh. he's like well the pitcher's off the rubber the ump called strike three on the batter because the batter wasn't in the bat you know in the box with you know at 15 seconds even though the pitcher was still off the rubber. There was another and, game that something similar happened and like literally um didn't do anything. Right. Like and that, um, and the pitcher no, was off. Dave, nobody cares. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Who was um, pitching in that game? The the pitcher, the pitcher was ball. like nine of this time. The batter sorta of got in yeah. but never really right. like engaged or whatever right. they're calling it. Right. And then like the clock definitely hit zero. Yeah. And literally nothing was called. And like the manager, one of the managers came out and was like, what the hell? Right. And, and, and the umpire and, was just like, Oh, whatever. Next pitch strikeout. It was like, <laughs> so this makes no sense. There's just gotta be, yeah, they need to, they needed to test this in the minor leagues a little right. bit more before they right. just threw it into the majors. And I get it. Like I, like I get it. Attendance is up. You know, I, I'm overall having more fun watching games, sure. but there are times where I'm like, man, it's just a little too quick for me. Like, I kind of like in a heated battle, like bottom yeah. of the eighth, um, you know, bottom bottom of the eighth. It's it's a two to one game. Like, I don't want these relievers to feel like they just gotta like fire in these balls as fast as possible and like. I want there to be like I wonder what's gonna happen to playoffs. Like I feel like this Thank is you. going to yeah. ruin playoff baseball. Yeah. Playoff baseball is the one thing where you're like you love this like back and forth, like who's gonna get in whose head. There's no time for that now. And that's the one. Uh, so that, that's it, but it's not for the clock. Well, but that's the thing though. Like so I'm wondering if Major League Baseball is gonna be smart enough to say, you know what, great pace of play, but for the playoffs, we're just all that Don't goes out the window. About as hard as AJ does, the baseball be smart enough. Yeah, that's true. Come on. They change the ball every year just because and, they feel like they can. And just in case uh, people who are watching don't know this, in AA right now, they have, they're have they testing a new ball. They've been testing the ball yes. uh, that's supposed to be uh, less hitter-friendly and more pitcher-friendly, but none of the other leagues are doing it, just AA. So super fun. Um, the other, <laughs> so if you the go other from single is, A to double A, you got to figure it out. And then if you go from there to triple A, you got to figure it out again. Good luck. You know, I, I, I'm just wondering if they're ever going to get to a point, kind of like they do in the NFL, where um, if your wide receivers try, can always check with the line judge to make sure that they're lined up correctly. I almost feel like the home play umpire should almost be like, hey, you know, um, hitter, you, you know, give them a, like a warning. It almost seems like the umps are enjoying catching these guys at, like you know love being part of the show right and Dude, i'm just known like, this for years and it's been horrible 
and it needs to be, but it needs, there needs to be like a, you know, five second warning or something that's built into the rule that's helps avoid these incredibly stupid where the, where the batter literally, you know, is trying to do whatever he's supposed to do, but you know, the ump's like being a, just a jackass about it. So that's the one thing that I think needs to change. There needs to be yeah. a little bit more wiggle there. I agree. Uh, last question you here. Are we missing the shift? Uh, I'm not. So, from a fantasy I baseball perspective. No, I, hated I always hated the shift. From a fantasy but, baseball perspective, no, but I kind of like it. I hated it. Always hated it. Always hated it. Yep. I don't know. It was kind of funny Why to me. Why did you like it? It was funny to me that, like, for instance, with Gallo, right? Like, they would put, like, 42. Like, they'd grab everybody from the dugout and from the bullpen <laughs> and stick them all on the right side of the field. And the dude grab couldn't his ball still. off the bat. Off, off, <laughs> or, or like, just, like, here. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, that, that was funny to me. Like, you know, the, the the crazy, like, you know, three infielders in the outfield. And I'm like, and it still worked. Like, it was kind of a fun way to look at the stats. Look, from a fancy baseball hitter perspective, it drove me insane. Yeah. Uh, but from a, just a interesting comical aspect of it, I don't know. I, I kind of liked it, but I, I'm, um, I also hate clowns. I don't know. I hate clowns too. They creep me out. Um, <laughs> but it so wasn't because of fancy baseball for time. me. Okay. I, I just hated the shift. I was like, the hell don't people play positions like you're supposed to be over there like just play your position man like nobody did that crap back in the day like and i, I know i sound like an old you know old you folks saying that yeah. but like come on just play your position play it upright be just be better don't uh, don't sort of like i don't know like ah. but isn't it also flipped the other way too right i mean and i, I know, know i totally get you like there had to be a way like come on dude Figure out how to hit it to left field. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to be gimmicky about, you know, fielders and I mean, you know, gimmicky, you know, whatever you want to probably a better word out there, but you know, about putting 22 fielders on the right-hand side, then, you know, get gimmicky with your hit, hit stance. I mean, hit left-handed instead of hitting right-handed, if that's really going to mess with them. I mean, <laughs> and I love how like the, the argument was always like, well, these are professional hitters and they're used to practicing the same way over and over. Yeah. But after like a hundred at bats where you're not, you know, you're at like the Mendoza line, you can make adjustments and all these people Probably are you're right you're right yeah. you're right you're right, you're right. But yeah, the, I don't the, know. Shift, the shift should have been knocked out because hitters should have figured out how to get rid of it exactly instead baseball had to be like no y'all are stupid and now we have to get rid of it for you <laughs> we're, we're putting the training wheels up back on and the funny thing is is that now they're still implementing shift-esque just because they're messing with the rules just enough, and they're I love literally that. putting the second baseman or the shortstop like on a, you know on a, on a on a lefty hitter, they'll put the shortstop right. literally right on second base, and then like they'll they'll move over, they'll bring like the the center fielder kind of down. Like yeah. they are shifting, but it's not as extreme. No, it's not no, affecting absolutely. it as much. But, but AJ, what are you, what are your thoughts on this? Sorry, AJ. I, yeah, I like that it's gone. I wasn't a sure. big fan of it. Um, Come on, man. I mean, I it was just yeah, weird. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> wait, am I watching soccer or something? There's way too many people with green under their feet and no dirt. I don't get what's going on here. Yet there's no goal in this outfield. Do you work for a lawn care company? Was I not aware of this? Uh, no, no, I don't. Um, you wor- are you worried about the grass? What? what? I are you worried about the grass? grass? No. 
I'm, I'm not worried about the grass. I'm worried about the fact that I'm just trying to make a comparison because everybody was shifted somewhere they shouldn't have been. You know, for once, Dave Eddy makes a fantastic point. Um, you know, yeah, uh, you're right. You know, they, they, they and that's the thing. Learn to shut down the wildcat pretty quickly. It's football reference for those of you who don't know. Right. But the shift became more and more effective. They made people pay, right? They're like, hey, you're going to be a running quarterback? Oh, we're going to blow you up every time. Remember when Miami was like awesome that one year with, <laughs> yeah. with two quarter with two running backs playing quarterback? Yeah, they're like, oh, my God, they figured out New England. They're going to, you know, oh, my God, it's uh, unbelievable. And they can do so many they're different things. Very... And then, nope. And they're like, oh, <laughs> and they were what? terrible. And they're like, oh, look, there's a all-pro linebacker that just destroyed our quarterback and his legs the other way. Um, that's not good. Yeah, so... Alrighty, so I think that is it for the show, fellas. Uh, had a good time tonight, and uh, we will be back next week w- with more fantasy baseball talk. Back on Thursday, I believe. Unfortunately, this week some bad news happened in my, um, you know, for us and for me, and uh, so had to move it a day up early so I could go take care of some business uh, later this week. But um, we will be back normal schedule next week. And uh, glad you listened. Thank you. And we will uh, see you then. Peace. See you guys.